0: Tell me something, who do you think gets through this gate in the United States of America? I don't know, Uh, American citizens? Some American citizens, who do you think decides? You do, I reckon. That is correct, how do I decide? I don't know. I ask questions, and if I get sensible answers, then they get to go to America, and if I don't get sensible answers, they don't. Anything about that you don't understand? No, sir. Then I ask you again, how you come to be out here with no clothes? I got an overcoat on. Are you jacking with me? Oh, no, sir. Don't jack with me. Yes, sir. You in the service? Uh, no, sir. I'm a veteran. Now? Uh, yes, sir. Two tours. What outfit? 12th Infantry Battalion, uh, August 7, 1966, July 2nd, 1968. Wilson. Yes, sir? Get someone to help this man. He needs to get into town.
1: to the main event. Happy Easter weekend. Uh, you know when I open up with that clip from uh, No Country for Old Men. Uh, I said, yeah, I got a million of these of these clips about crossing the border. That's how the border should be should be uh, guarded. Hey, you know, you got to get somebody's permission to go across. If I get sensible answers, then I, I ask questions. If I get sensible answers, then you get to go across. And if I don't get sensible answers, you don't. Of course, that's not how things are today because this is no longer the United States. This is the Biden administration, and I use that that uh, song "Money That's What I Want" from the Beatles uh, because it's the best version of it around. Because the Beatles, you know, the greatest band on the face of the earth ever in history. Of course, uh, the reason I use that is because we're going to talk about money today. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about the money that the government's spending that isn't theirs; it's yours, and the money that the government's taking, not from themselves, from you, certainly from me. Uh, and we're going to give you all my opinions on it because it's all a bunch of clarity is what you're going to get today, folks clarity on money. So, uh, before I do, let me, uh, Introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. My name is Ed Hoffman from Summit Funding. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. If you want to get some in, uh, get some good information about uh, uh, buying or refinancing or reverse mortgage or anything Anything uh, real estate financing, and but you don't want to talk on the phone because it's so personal, go to edhoffman.net, edhoffma net. Click on the Summit Funding logo. That'll take you to my lending page. You can fill in as much information as you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back. You'll hear back from either me or one of my talented teammates, and we will help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Uh, any part of the show that you missed, missed, or want repeated, or you missed part of it, or uh, you just didn't get it on the radio, you can get the the podcast on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes. You can also get on the uh, uh, you can get also get on Click on the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows. And on uh, iTunes, you can uh, actually subscribe for free. And once a week, or iTunes, I always call it iTunes because it's been iTunes for so long. Now they call it Apple Podcasts. But if, uh, I think if you go to iTunes and search it, it'll still find the podcast. Anyway, you guys probably don't, don't, don't know the difference anyway. So go to that little podcast thing on your, on your iPhone or on your computer or your uh, iPhone or your iWatch or your mini pad or your maxi pad. And you can, uh, have this thing download once a week to your device and you can listen to it on demand anytime you want. Um, follow me on Twitter where I tweet about current events all week long. Follow me on uh parlor and gab and uh cloud hub where I'm at big ed Hoffman. And uh the Facebook page is facebook.com slash the main event at Hoffman and uh, you'll hear you'll hear my opinion of things. And uh the of course the main event Facebook is different than my personal Facebook. You'll find uh it's a lot more raw on my personal Facebook, but Facebook dot com, the main event at Hoffman is where I'm at there um let's see here if you have comments on the show email me at ed at net, and i see every single one of them so uh if, if you don't hear me talk about it you just weren't controversial enough but i hear them. i hear him and i respond um okay so let's talk about what's going on let's talk about some numbers because biden's magic number decided has just decided that two trillion is his magic number so uh just two weeks ago he signed a one point nine trillion we'll just round that to two trillion dollar American rescue plan, which gave out money to everybody, whether you needed rescuing or not, you got money, and uh if you did need money, you maybe didn't get money but uh or if you didn't need it, but you wanted it, sometimes you got it sometimes you didn't I absolutely did not need it, I got it, I donated it, so uh because i don 't want to participate in such a uh, Free for all, gimme, gimme, gimme. Although I know a lot of people that did, and uh, you know what? I won't make any more comments than that. Uh, this week he wants another two trillion to re engineer America's infrastructure. Hmm, does anybody know what infrastructure means? No, that's the basic things that keep our economy going that we didn't build. If you built a business, remember, if you if you built a business, you're making a lot of money, you didn't build that because your trucks went across the roads that the government built. Of course, where did the government build it from? Oh, yeah, your money. So I guess you did build it. Um, and according to the reports, he'll ask for another $2 trillion or m- for more COVID relief sometime in April. Only, only, a, uh, only a, a talented, I don't even like to say the president, only a talented person that lives in the White House is so good, he can predict a month ahead of time what he's going to ask for, for COVID relief. Who knows? It might be cured by then it might already be cured now. Who knows? So uh, the first investment of 2 trillion for infrastructure includes, and we're going to go through this and I got, I have comments on all of it. So let's just start at the beginning, beginning 621 billion for roads, bridges, public transit, electric vehicles, charging stations and other transportation infrastructure, which means a push to eliminate our internal combustion engine. So, you know, don't worry if you have a car where you can actually pull off the freeway and gas up in five minutes and keep going. Okay. Don't worry that that's being phased out. If you bought a, a, a nice expensive car in the last, in the last 12 months or like I did, or, or a, uh, or in the last five years and you're hoping you're going to get 10 years out of it, 15 years, maybe if you, if you take care of it. Um, No, don't worry about that because we're just not going to promote that kind of stuff. We're only going to promote electric vehicles. And, uh, you know, uh, if, you, if, you, if you've been paying those registrations, I know, uh, I know uh, someone in the, in the radio station told me today he's got a 14-year-old car and his car registration just came in at 450 bucks or something. Um, don't worry about those. We're phasing those things out anyway. So uh, don't worry about gassing up, none of that stuff. So, and this is some of the things that brought this brought this to mind. We're getting rid of all that stuff. We're getting all rid of those. You know, we want to make sure that the the roads and the bridges and everything's taken care of. All evidence to the contrary, if you live in California, um, and you know, you realize that the gas taxes that we're paying uh, in our when we gas up our non-electric vehicles, the gas. So you you know, if you go into Arizona, the gas is about a dollar a gallon cheaper. Why is that? Because California has more additives in the gasoline and just more taxes and fifty point five cents per gallon. Out of every gallon you put in your car, fifty cents a gallon, fifty and a half cents. So that's uh that's a dollar one for every two gallons um, goes to take care of the roads. So why is it that our roads are so crappy? Does anybody notice that? Oh yeah, because we have so many more roads. But yeah, but the other the other uh, states don't don't have that gas tax. But their their roads seem to be good. When Don and I took our road trip and we went through California, Nevada, Arizona. Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, South Dakota, Idaho. We hit a little corner of Oregon and back through California. You know, once you get out of California, the roads are pretty darn smooth. And some of those states even have cars that drive on them, and they're still smooth. But California has all these taxes. Can you see anything that sound, that just doesn't look, uh, look like it adds up? That's why we're talking about money today. There's $111 trillion to replace lead water pipes and upgrade sewers. Hmm. Where do they still have lead water pipes? You know, I've been in the mortgage business since 1990. And uh, from the first day I was in, there's a disclosure about lead paint. So if you have a house that was built for uh, prior to 1978, you had lead paint in your house. So if there's any chipping or peeling paint, the appraiser is supposed to call that out because they don't want to be responsible when uh, one of your toddlers is walking around your house and picks up a paint chip and eats it. And then they get lead poisoning. But somewhere in 2021, there's still lead water pipes in people's houses. And not only is is there lead, is there water pipes in people's houses, that houses are private property. You know, some of you have gone from being renters to being homeowners and you figured out, there's, there's some great advantages, the appreciation, the pride of ownership. There's also some disadvantages. Your landlord doesn't fit. You don't have a landlord to fix your, fix your repairs. So if you still have lead, pay, lead pipes in your house, I think that should be, that's probably going to be an expense for me and the rest of you guys that pay taxes. Not for you because, well, I don't know why because. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, there's a, an upgrade to the sewers. Where? I don't know 111 billion dollars. Uh I just don't see it. 105 billion for expanding mass transit and reconnecting neighborhoods that are cut off from surrounding areas due to highway construction. I don't know about you guys, but I see highway construction everywhere I go. Is there anybody who's ever driven more than 10 miles on the, on the 91 ever in your lifetime and been able to go farther than 10 miles without without having road construction going on. Hey, we're widening the freeway. Hey, you're widening the freeway. The only efficient project they've ever had on the 91 freeway was the toll roads, and that was because they gave a a big rebate if they finished early to the contractor, and they finished like a year early. It's amazing what happens when there's incentive to actually work hard. So there's there's a lot of road construction out there, but there's some cities apparently that are cut off from surrounding areas due to highway construction. I know that when they have a one a single lane highway and there's construction on it, they make a little detour around the side. When there's a two lane highway, they work on one lane at a time. But somehow, we need to spend 105 billion for expanding mass transit and reconnecting neighborhoods that are cut off from surrounding areas due to highway construction. You know what? Can we just rethink the way we do projects? You notice if when they work on the freeway in uh, in uh, the areas that people commute on, how they do it on the weekends because it's bumper to bumper people getting to work during the week. Anybody live near the 60 freeway? Remember that last, I think it was last summer. Remember that you're cut off for like any, any weekend, any weekend going West for like uh, a couple of months. And then the couple of months, the next couple of months, it was going East. <clears throat> I don't know. I see, I think, I consider, and I remember a hundred billion dollars to blanket the country in broadband broadband internet. Does anybody wonder who you know internet does anybody get internet for free Well, you guys that get internet for free it 's because Starbucks is paying for it, so you can have it for free so you can come in and buy buy a cup of coffee for ten bucks so does anybody get anybody else get internet for free if you 're not getting someone to to pay your way shouldn't the uh you know the 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 gloriousness of of capitalistic the capitalist system is that private industry. Goes out and makes investments, investments in in the in their equipment, in their system, so they can charge for it, make a profit. So why is America putting a hundred billion dollars to blanket the country in broadband internet, so the internet companies can charge us for it? I have no problem with the internet companies making a profit, but you know, you put in the investment and then you get the return. And lastly, a hundred billion dollars to upgrade the power grid retrofit homes and modernize schools and hospitals hmm upgrading the power grid retrofitting homes there's that private there's that private thing homes people own homes but we're going to retrofit them what are we going to retrofit them with we're going to retrofit their windows or their electrical how many people have rewired their houses now the government's going to rewire some people's houses they're going to retrofit them uh what neighborhoods are those I don't think they're going to do my neighborhood. Are they going to do those neighborhoods where people can't afford to have IDs so they can vote? But they can get IDs so they can uh, go to the corner liquor store and buy Ripple? I'm going to have a lieutenant Dane.
0: Uh, well, before you go, why don't you get your ass down to the corner and get us another bottle of Ripple? Yes, sir.
1: Yep, they got money. They got IDs so they can buy liquor. They got IDs so they can get EBT cards. They got, they got IDs so they can, uh, they can get uh, free stuff. They got IDs for all that kind of stuff, but they can't get IDs for voting. And now we're going to retrofit their, ha- their, their houses with something. I don't know what. So why are we doing this? According to the White House, this is, this is how we're going to compete with China. Remember this? Uh, you know, they're going to, we don't get moving, they're going to eat our lunch. Yeah, China's going to eat our lunch, especially if we're eating uh, Chinese food and we're eating it over there. I don't know. Uh, While announcing the plan in Pittsburgh on Wednesday, Biden asked the question we'd all like the answer to.
0: So how do we pay for it?
1: Yeah, how are we going to pay for it? Well, I'll tell you how they're going to pay for it by taking money from us. We'll be paying this with massive tax hikes, starting with the taxing the American companies. This plan includes, first of all, raising the corporate tax rate from 21 to 28 percent you know this reverses trump's signature achievement of lowering 35 from 35% down to 21% 2017 remember those things called jobs remember how the unemployment rate dropped why is that is that because the government just paid people free money well they did that after covid but what what's different about trump and obama was he cut the taxes of the corporations and the corporations created the jobs that's the difference between spending money and investing money you know if you do, if you go down to your uh, if you go down to Pechanga or Morongo or uh, or San Manuel and take a couple hundred bucks and stick it in the slot machine and keep spinning until it's all gone that's an expense on the other hand if you go over to the bar and buy about 12 or 13 shots of patron for that same 200 bucks that's that's an investment that gives you a return you get a buzz or uh, you know if you're drinking the cheap stuff you get a different kind of return the next day. But you see what, uh, what, what Trump did when, when Obama was in, he spent $10 trillion. What did we get? We got free stuff. They got EBT cards. We got Obama phones. We got free rent. We gave, we gave free lunches and breakfast to kids where their parents make hundreds of thousands of dollars. We just gave away stuff. That's called an expense. When we do uh, when, what Trump did, he spent Putting up something permanent like a wall, even though he didn't finish it because he had to fight all these lawsuits between everyone from the from the uh, the old ladies club to the Sierra Club to every other Democrat organization that tried to stop it. And of course, we had a bunch of bunch of wimpy Republicans when we when he had the when Trump had the House and the Senate that wouldn't back him up. Uh, rhinos, uh, Paul Ryan, uh, John McCain, and uh, and so he he didn't get a quick start, so he didn't finish it, but we got a wall. we got a beefed up military we got we got a energy independent he had, he cut taxes, created jobs, uh, gave incentives to companies to not open up open up uh, in other countries brought back the jobs here, created more tax money, and gave us something He invested in America on the other hand, Biden just spends money he doesn 't understand how the I won't even just pin it on Biden. I'll pin it on the whole Democrat Party. They don't understand how, how the economy works. They don't realize that you disincentivize people to produce, and they stop producing. So he imposed, let's go on to the next step. He's imposing more taxes on overseas income. American companies doing business overseas will be taxed at a rate of 21% per country. Mm, per country? So does that mean if uh, if you're here... And you're paying 28% taxes, so you move your you move your company to another country. You only have to pay 21%. Is that supposed to be a disincentive? Maybe I'm not interpreting that right, but it just doesn't sound like it makes any sense. No more tax write offs for companies offshoring their jobs. Uh, so that means when they fill out their 3,000 pages of tax forms, and some of those write offs were for paying paying a jobs that were actually in other countries they're going to disallow those write offs do you have any concept of of how the tax laws work does anybody as we have our, our tax our tax laws are so complex there's no way they're ever going to know the only way we can ever get get rid of cheating taxes and make it fair is to create a consumption tax to where whatever you buy gets taxed you get your whole paycheck but then every time you buy something, you have to pay tax. So you can't hide how much money you spend, because if you want to live nice, you spend nice. You spend more money. Then we tax everybody at a smaller rate. Nobody pays zero, and nobody pays 50%. But Biden and the Democrats don't understand that. So they're just going to say, no more write-offs for companies offshoring jobs. They won't even know. There's no possible way they could know. A new 15% minimum tax on corporate profits reported to investors. A new fifteen percent minimum taxes on corporate profits reported to investors. So I guess they're going to try and start taking uh, big uh, public companies and taking their profits off that what they give to their to their investors and in, in saying minimum of fifteen percent. Of course, they state them different on on those things. So eh, maybe that's not all. Maybe that's not all bad. That might that might have a little bit of stuff. But you realize that. Um, the Biden administration is working towards some global minimum tax. They're working with some organization. I'm not sure what country they come from. I'm, I'm thinking Canada where they're going to say, Hey, there's no more race to the bottom. Who can get the lowest corporate tax rate and boost their economy the most. We're going to, we're going to get together with all the other countries and say, Hey, minimum tax. You have to charge everybody for everything. Companies have to pay this minimum. So Biden's working for a one-world order. There's no there's no such thing as competition. Hey, you know what? We had the highest tax rates, and we were getting our butts kicked economically by other countries. Trump fixed that, and all of a sudden, we were ahead of him. Biden's going to show us. He's going to put us back at the back by taxing the crap out of us and losing our incentive to uh, produce. No more tax policies that benefit the fossil fuel industry. The White House says this will generate millions of new jobs, as the country shifts away from fossil fuels and combats the perils of climate change. Oh, my God. So there's going to be no benefit for the fossil fuel industry. They're trying to get rid of cars. They're trying to get rid of the internal combustion engine. Here's more of Biden's riveting announcement of the plan on Wednesday. Uh, You might need to take a big slurp of coffee before you hear this part. What I'm proposing
0: is a one-time capital investment of roughly $2 trillion in America's future spread largely over eight years will generate historic job growth historic economic growth help businesses to compete internationally create more revenue as well they are among the highest value investments we can make in the nation investing in our infrastructure but put another way, failing to make these investments adds to our debt and effectively puts our children at a disadvantage relative to our competitors that's what crumbling infrastructure does. What's more It heightens our vulnerability to uh, attack, attracts our adversaries to compete in ways that they don't have enough to now. And our adversaries are worried about us building this critical infrastructure. Put simply, these are investments we have to make. We can afford to make them put another. We can't afford not to.
1: Yeah. Increase our vulnerability. You know, what gives our, our, uh, our adversaries a competitive advantage is, is installing a moron like Biden in the White House. We got a guy who doesn't make his own decisions. He can't make his own decisions. Why he can't have an impromptu uh, press conference. He has to plan for it, pre-arrange pre, uh, who's going to ask him the questions and make sure they're, they're easy questions that he knows. And he has to have notes on everything because he can't just speak off of his brain, uh, you know, off the cuff. You know, he can't just improvise. He can't just just uh, ad lib it. He can't just come up with it because he doesn't have a brain. He doesn't know what he thinks until somebody tells him what he thinks. It's, uh, it's pretty pathetic. i got a lot more to say about this, but we're all out of time for the first half of the main event, so give me five minutes for traffic, weather, commercials, and sports, and I'll be back again with a whole bunch more of this fun stuff. And welcome back to part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding. I don't talk a lot about real estate finance on the radio, except for one I do. But hey, you know what? If you're uh, if you're if you're in the market to lower your interest rate on your on your house, to uh, consolidate some of your bills, to uh, pick up a house that you don't already own. If you're not refinancing a house you do own, if you want to get out of California and you want to buy a house in one of these states, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, Colorado, Utah. I think that's 15 states. Uh, if you need financing to move out of here, uh, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, dear night. 855-640-2020. If you don't want to talk on the phone, go to net. click on the Summit Funding logo and do the uh, cyber thing. So before the break, we were talking about uh uh Biden's incoherent incoherent makes no sense. Makes no sense. Mathematically makes no sense. Logically makes no sense. Audibly uh tax t- new tax plan to tax the crap out of us productive people. So he can give money to the people that aren't productive and uh, he's going to create jobs. You know, we're just going to cut off the whole fossil fuel industry. We're going to get rid of oil people and gas people. And we're going to get rid of the combustion engines. So we're going to get rid of mechanics and car sales people. Oh, I guess the car sales people could sell electric cars, but there's going to be a whole bunch of whole bunch of mechanics and those kind of people that are out of work and parts people. And, and, you know, he's just going to destroy that because that's going to create new jobs. Of course, they're all going to be unemployed and they're going to lose their houses And uh, there's, you know, their kids are going to go hungry, but that'll create jobs because it creates innovation. They'll innovate. Companies will innovate new jobs. Of course, we're going to tax the crap out of them. So there's no incentive to innovate. But that doesn't matter to Democrats uh, and anybody who voted for Biden because they didn't like Trump's personality. But you'd like his jobs, huh? You like the jobs he created. You like the economy. You like the low, the low gas prices. But, you know, he was he just said things I didn't like. And I don't like the things he tweeted. He just—I just I just don't like him. He's not a nice guy. I want a president who's a nice guy. Whatever. So here's here's some of the less coherent parts of uh, of Biden's announcement. Capping
0: hundreds of thousands of or, or, literally orphan oil and gas wells. Millions of working families faced enormous, enormous financial and personal strain. You do that, you pay a penalty. You don't get a reward. Am I Plan. I spoke to the majority leader. No longer. I guess he's no longer the majority leader. <laughs> he has been for a long time. I spoke for Republican. I spoke to the Republican leader about the plan.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? Just does did anybody figure out what that meant? I didn't. Now, orphaned oil and gas wells. Hey, you know You know what? Orphaned oil and gas wells. Those are the oil and gas wells where people used to have jobs. And, uh, Biden stopped the, the pipeline and he stopped all, uh, drilling on, uh, federal land. They stopped all the, the leases so the oil companies couldn't drill so we could have cheaper taxes, cheaper, uh, so we could have cheaper, uh, gasoline and cheaper, uh, heating oil and cheaper gas. Um, and we, and we could stop giving money to, you know, he wants people, he wants us to send money to the Middle East and Venezuela so we can buy their oil at higher prices and we can all just pay more at the pump. But you know what? That's gonna create more jobs. Where have we heard all this before? You know, see, see see if you recognize this voice. More than 80 experts who just last week released a call to action demanding
0: a fundamental overhaul of how America approaches funding and building our infrastructure. Our infrastructure is woefully inefficient and it is outdated. Rebuilding our infrastructure is vital to business. Now other countries are not waiting to rebuild their infrastructure. The alternative is to do nothing and watch businesses go to places that have outstanding infrastructure. Countries like China, Germany—they're spending about twice what we're uh, spending—or to build infrastructure because they know that businesses will go there. This is one of Congress's major responsibilities: helping states and cities
1: fund new infrastructure projects. Yeah, infrastructure is the new—the new word for stealing—stealing stealing our tax dollars, because you know we we can't ever put our finger on it. If we say, Hey, how come our, how come these roads are so torn up? And I thought we were investing all our money in infrastructure. Oh, that's we can't get to all the roads all at once. So, and of course they're not going to give it to California because California is where all the infrastructure needs to be, needs to be done something. But you know, that's what, that's what Obama said, said a few years back. And we still have this infrastructure problem. Hmm. Did Anybody ever notice how when Trump said build the wall uh, with the exception of the delays that he got, actually the wall went up and you realize that now that Biden stopped the wall, you know, that the government's still paying those contractors. So we still got to save money going out, but we're not getting, we're not getting the border wall, but you know what the difference between, and when Trump said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to lower taxes and, in, and in, uh, invest in our, as an investment in our economy, we're going to see jobs come back they actually happened. But somehow when the Democrats say it, when, when the Democrats say it, nothing ever seems to happen except for the, the, the uh, national debt goes up. It's because they don't know, they don't know jack squat about the economy or how, the, how, how money works because most of them never had jobs. No, Biden's been in, uh, been in government for 47 or 48 years. Obama been in government. He never did anything but be a community organizer, never even had a business, never even had a job, never ran a popsicle stand or lemonade stand, never did anything. Trump did. And remember, you know, the, the Obama, Obama administration, they ran into this problem. This is what they said. All of them have projects that
0: are shovel-ready. Shovel-ready projects. Shovel-ready projects. We are seeing shovels hit the ground.
1: Yeah, but then when it all came out, this is what he, this is what he told us later.
0: Shovel-ready was not as uh, <laughs> shovel-ready as we expected.
1: Really? Come on. Come on, man. What's up with that? You don't know, squat about what shovel ready is. Just the same way as you saying, hey, we're going to cut off all these fossil fuel jobs, these drilling jobs and these pipeline jobs and all these jobs, and it's going to create more green jobs. Ask those guys that were making eighty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 a year working, working 10, 11 hours a day on the pipelines. Ask them how they're making their house payments. Ask them if their they're, if they're, if they're big pickup trucks are getting, uh, are getting repossessed. Or if they're soon going to get repossessed, well, you know, of course, Biden probably has a has a, uh, has a a moratorium on repossessing cars, just like there's a, been a moratorium on evicting renters that don't pay their rent and a moratorium on foreclosures. But that's coming to an end, folks. Some of you guys that took the relief money and didn't make your house payments because the mortgage companies weren't allowed to say no. If you said, hey, I need to uh, defer my payments because of COVID, they weren't allowed to say no. But it's been a year, and a lot of you guys are getting uh, a lot of you guys—probably not you guys—but a lot of the guys that don't listen to the show are getting notices say it's time to start paying paying mortgages again. I see them. So uh, let's let's go on to the next thing. Georgia Georgia's voting laws—they just passed a new law, the Election Integrity Act, in an effort to reduce election fraud. This is the exact opposite of uh, what the Democrats are proposing, the H.R. 1 bill that's coming up. The idea is to bring back some kind of structure to the state's election process after almost all of it was stripped away in 2020, supposedly because of COVID. Of course, we all know that's BS because it was, COVID was created to create the excuse to change election law because so cuz that was the only possible way they could have gotten rid of a president who's quite as uh as effective as Trump was cuz they didn't like him so most likely you've, you've all heard heard all week long that it's actually a, a racist jim crow law meant to keep minorities from voting so here's here's what's actually in it you know uh, every every time the, the republicans do something to make things fair the democrats cry racism or voter suppression we're trying to keep a people's rights away Voter ID requirements and a new deadline for absentee ballots. So in 2020, Georgians could get an absentee ballot with just a signature. Didn't matter if it was their signature. Didn't matter whose signature it was. Didn't matter. Someone could scribble their name in in uh, in something that looked like somebody's signature, and they can get absentee ballot. Now they need to provide a driver's license, state ID, or other form of ID requesting their ballot no later than 11 days before the election day. Can't just show up on the day of election and say, oh, uh, I need an absentee ballot because uh, I don't know what I did with mine. Well, I filled it out and mailed it in. But uh, I wasn't at my house, so I voted the people that got – I, I voted all those ballots that you sent to me with other people's names on it from people that used to be in the house that I'm about to get evicted from as soon as COVID really. Uh, so anyway, uh, they, they're doing a reduction in early voting. The law, the law shortens the runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks, and it shortens early voting period from three weeks to one week. So, in other words, we're not getting to vote for president two months, three months early, you know, before anyone's had a chance to see Biden actually get on a debate stage and find out what a moron he is. And uh, so we're not doing that. If you want my opinion, my opinion is we give everybody a, a national holiday for Election Day. Everybody votes because nobody has to go to work. We shut it down for one day. Elections are that important. Everybody votes. And nobody has an excuse not to vote because they don't have to go to work. So everybody votes. And if you don't show up, too bad. So there's no, well, hey, there's voter. The line was too long. You don't have anything else to do. Wait. And we, and everything's a general election. There's no, there's no, they, you know, there shouldn't, you shouldn't have to pay you know billions and billions of dollars to get a job that pays 400,000 shouldn't you shouldn't have to buy to spend a billion dollars in a in your campaign to get a job that pays 172,000 to be in congress maybe there's something else going on that people want the want the want the job that back that bad but if if primaries were all a general so we're all a general election I mean everybody voted on the same day you don't go Iowa then uh New Hampshire and then South Carolina Everybody votes the same day hey you got twenty five twenty five uh candidates. We whittle them down to uh, one in each party, and then everybody votes in the general election. Nobody has to to t- pour tons of money into it everybody 's campaigning at the same time. Everybody pays attention at the same time. Nobody votes before you find out that the that the presidential candidate was was uh, pilfering money through the Ukraine to his son so his son could give it to him. We don't, have to, we don't have to find out about that after. Oh, man, can I get my vote back? Uh, expanded weekend voting for general elections. The law mandates counties to offer voting on at least two Saturdays. Counties can decide whether or not to include Sundays. Uh, you know, I hear some, uh, some Democrat pundits on there go, go. hey, well, some poor people don't have Saturdays off. Well, if we, if we did it any other time, you say, hey, some poor people don't have jobs. Well, if they don't have jobs, they can vote on Saturday. I don't know what the deal is here. I say if you don't pay taxes, you don't get the vote. If you don't pay federal taxes, you don't get to vote in federal elections. That'll eliminate about 50% of the people, and those are the same 50% that, can, that, that are willing to sell their vote. Which brings us to uh, the next thing. Makes election funding uniform across the state. In 2020, some counties received more election funding than others. Some received no funding at all law promotes uniformity in election funding across Georgia. So, you know, they have to give more funding to those, to those same, uh, to those same counties that people can't have uh, IDs for voting or, uh, but they have it for uh, ripple and, uh, and uh, EBT cards and all that stuff, but they can't get ID to vote. Got to give more, uh, more funding for those, but that's going to, that's going to stop that. It's going to be uniform. Uh, moving drop boxes, no more outdoor ballot boxes. Uh no more outdoor ballot boxes, which uh, can be pill- can be tampered with at 3 o'clock in the morning or 4.30 in the morning when everybody's sleeping and no one's watching. Uh, they all have to be indoor early voting locations and only during business hours. Supposedly due to COVID drop boxes, due to COVID drop boxes were popping up all over Georgia in t- 2020, not to mention Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all over the place where uh, you know Mark Zuckerberg and and uh the guy from twitter i forget his name um can uh, can put in their money and uh buy drop boxes and buy people to uh to monitor them and then uh buy people to uh to work the work the uh, the the polls to count votes and uh, miscount votes and uh you know what's funny is that all this stuff we all know it happened but nobody's going to face charges no one's going to have any accountability for that no one's going to do that because Why is that? I don't know. We don't have any accountability for anything that's Democrat. If it's a Republican, send him to jail, hang him, lynch the guy. But if it's a Democrat, hey, nobody has to. Nobody has to be responsible. Certainly not. Certainly not people that are, uh, you know, living in the White House uh, or used to be vice presidents. Um, counties will have six days to certify election results. Previously, it was ten. Election workers must finish. This is the part I like. Election workers must finish once counting has commenced. No more stopping the count in the middle of the in the middle of the night. Oh, we're ninety five percent done. We're sleepy. We'll come back in the morning and finish it so we can so we can have time to tamper with the results. So in the morning, when Trump was ahead by three hundred thousand votes before we went to bed, and now we come back and he's behind by fifty thousand votes. I don't know how that happened. And what about the uh, suitcases of ballots hidden under tables? Will that eliminate that? I would think because there won't be a time when everybody's not in the room. They'll be counting until they're done and then everybody leaves. So there's no opportunity for people to pull out those suitcases full of ballots from under the tables that nobody saw because they went home. And finally, the law eliminates the practice of line warming. This is is what you keep hearing about. They're, They're making it illegal to give people food and water in voting lines. The idea is not to starve de- or dehydrate anyone. It's to ban nonprofits like Pizza for Polls, which passed out pizza at 3,200 polling places across the country in 2020. So why did they do that? And where did they get the funding for that? Where did they get nonprofits got funded to buy 3,200 uh, polling places, pizza to feed the people that were in line? Is that to encourage them to vote? No, that's to buy them to vote. Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't really care about uh, about this election. I really don't know who to vote for. Uh, I don't really care about anything because I don't pay taxes. I don't participate in society. But I could use some free pizza, so sure, I'll go stand in line and get and get a uh, water bottles and pizza and whatever else you'll hand me out. You know, some uh, hostess cupcakes or something. Uh, while I'm in line, I'll just I'll be in the longest line. I can eat more before I get done. So uh, you know and. But Joe Biden's happy to play along with his parties talking about talking points like this.
0: They passed a law saying you can't provide water for people standing in line while they're waiting to vote. You don't need anything else to know that this is nothing but punitive, designed to keep people from voting. You can't provide water for people about
1: to vote. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. This is, it's all about racism or voter suppression. It's trying to keep people to vote. It's exactly the same, only totally different. Hey, you know, this thing's designed to just give free money back to corporations. These tax cuts, give me a break. We're cutting taxes for big corporations making profits. No, we're cutting taxes for corporations to encourage them to create more jobs, more profit gives them job. Hey, they'll, they'll reinvest. So the government doesn't have to pay people the private, the private, sector uh pays people they put them to work create jobs and that creates pride in the people that are working it and that creates more small taxpayers everybody pays something nobody has to pay a lot everybody's happy everybody's eating and uh gas prices are low and everything's wonderful Nope it's it's not there to to destroy the universe it's not there to keep people from paying taxes it's there to design to promote growth so hey you know, they don't want to give, they're going to try to keep people from voting by, by not letting us feed them. It's exactly the same concept, only it's totally different. So here's Lindsey Graham with a little more common sense and a reminder that Democrats are trying to push their own power grab, HR1, on the entire country. They use the racism card to advance a liberal agenda, and we're tired of it. H.R. 1 is sick, not what they're doing in Georgia. If you don't like
0: what they're doing in Georgia, you can go to court and stop them. But what they're doing with H.R. 1 is destroying the ability of any state to run elections. What's sick is H.R. 1?
1: So for those of you that don't remember, H.R. one's the bill in Congress now that's basically trying to, to recreate 2020, into permanent tax law, everybody gets to vote absentee, whether you're alive or dead, whether you live in that state or if you live in a couple of states. You know, I I just closed escrow on a house in Montana. I have a house in in Arizona. I've got a house in California. I guess I could vote three times. And you know, some people call me Ed, and the IRS and my mom used to call me Edwin. And uh, and you know, if if you're really official and uh, it's in Social Security, they call me Edwin Bruce. Hoffman. And, uh, there's a whole bunch of different names. Like, you know, they used to call me when I was a kid, called me Eddie. So I think there's like five different ways to say my name and I got five different States I could vote in. And, uh, you know, I think I'll do that. Of course I could have, I could have justified taking a bunch of relief money too and applying for a uh, PPP loans and EIDL loans and taking money, even though I wasn't hurting one little bit, I could have taken tax money and just stuck in my pocket because good business, but you know what at some point we all got to meet our maker and we have to we have to account for the things that we did while we we're on earth as well as the things that we didn't do that we should have done. And in my opinion that's that's standing up and saying something when you see something wrong, which is why I do the main event because I see something that's going that's going wrong in this country, I see the deception and I just feel like it's my calling to bring some bring some common sense out and give you some of you guys some clarity that don't pay attention the rest of the week. Hey, you know what? I don't watch the news during the week because it makes makes me upset, but I'll listen to the main event once a week. I get kind of a kind of a uh, summary of the whole thing and uh, what Ed thinks is usually the truth anyway. So that'll be good. Um, so let's go on to Congress at the border. Members of Congress were were let into a select into select border facilities this week to survey the third world conditions. Joe Biden is providing for people he encouraged to come here. At one Texas facility that's over 700% capacity, of course, remember last week we talked about one, some of them that are 1,556% capacity, a Biden staffer stopped Ted Cruz from filming the reality of what it looks like. You don't want the, the pictures rules. taken. The rules are arbitrary please and they're designed the to keep and the American the people, people in the dark. And are you respecting the, the rights of these this kids? This
0: is not a zoo, sir. Please don't treat the people. You're right. And this is That's a
1: dangerous me. place. Please don't treat the and people like And your policies, like this. Are, unfortunately, me, are trying to hide them. I understand That's you are I instructive you. when 18 senators you to came down respect here. respect the people. Give them dignity respect and respect. I respect them and I want to fix this situation. We all want to fix And the administration you're working for is responsible for these conditions. Yeah, don't be using the mainstream media to let people know the truth about what's going on because that'll make the Democrats look bad. And the mainstream media is reserved for, for making the Democrats look good, even when they are bad. You know, if you saw if you saw some of the video in that where she's trying to stand in the way, but it looks like it looks like a rat infested um I'm trying to think of some words I could think I, a word I could think of uh to describe it. Uh just think of what Trump called Haiti. You know what a Hades, S H, uh, um, and that's and that's what uh, what it looked like. The kids are just piled together. They're all just. It's just a messy, yuck. You know, it's just it's. You wouldn't want your you wouldn't want your dog living in there. And uh, remember, Texas is not the only state suffering from this. There's plenty going on in California, as reported this week. San Diego teachers are volunteering to give migrant kids in-person instruction. When San Diego isn't back in person for American kids yet. Can you believe that? Believe it. It's the truth. 17, 1700 teachers volunteered to give in-person instruction to the migrant kids at the border, but they won't go back into the schools cause it's not safe. Oh, plus they're getting paid whether they go back or not. So they're getting paid. They don't want to go back into the classrooms. They don't want to do their job, but they'll go talk to the migrant kids Uh, apparently there's no COVID risk there. And then in New Mexico this week, uh, Gloria Chavez, who's uh, the El Paso border chief, she she tweeted out, smugglers under cover of night scaled a 14-foot border barrier and cruelly dropped two young children in the middle of the New New Mexico desert. The girls ages three and five were left miles from the nearest residence. Thank you, station agents, for rescuing these children. And if you saw it, Imagine the, apparently these, these two kids, these two little girls, three and five, were sent here by their parents in Ecuador. And from what, and from what we're being told, people would pay up to $6,000 per kid to send them with some smugglers or some coyotes and take them to the United States and drop them over the fence. Luckily, luckily, the border border patrol people saw him and picked him up before some real coyotes or some hyenas or something in the in the dark of night. If you've seen the seen the uh, the film, it's infrared, so you can see because there's body heat going on, and they're seeing they're seeing that. But it's it's pitch black out there, and can you imagine a three and five year old little girl? Being taken from Central America all the way up through through all those little countries and into Mexico and all the way through and then then they climb up to the top of a 14 foot wall and then reach over there and drop them from about i don't know nine or ten feet as far as they could reach down and then just drop them there and then the the two uh, the two smugglers just take off up the hill and just leave them there. These people in this south of the border are just such good parents, and if they can 't if they can't support their kids, how'd they get $6,000 a kid to send them here? I don't know. Things that I, I watch and I question and I have in my mind and I say something. Hey, folks, I have a lot of time for this episode of the main event, so keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, and keep your brain open because it's like a parachute. If it's not open, it doesn't work. Thanks for listening to the main event. Next week, I'll be coming back to you. I'll be uh, broadcasting from Montana. The opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect the opinions of some the funding Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 1012658, Arizona MLO license number 0926439, branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, equal housing opportunity. Hi everyone, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo.
0: AM 590, the answer.